So the NFL playoffs are going on, which means they're promoting, of course, that big concert that they've got coming up in a couple weeks. Right. And I had a thought. Okay. AJ McCall at VFX. It's supposed to be Dr. Dre, Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg, mm-hmm. Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. It is a great collection of talent. I'm very excited for it. But on a national stage right. where censorship is a real deal, am I the only one that's like, kind of what's the point? I feel like they're going to be like so hampered and I'm not saying they should be allowed to swear or whatever. Like, right. I get it. Right. I'm just saying they booked them. And then I feel like besides like Kendrick Lamar, for the most part, uh, what yeah. is it? Um, it's is it DNA. Is that what it's called? No. What you, the song, you know, this the one that everybody in the stadium sings. My left stroke just oh, went viral. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I can't think of the name of it. What are you talking about? Besides that. Unless they get Rihanna with Eminem, like I just feel like they're gonna be kind of limited in their performance options. I mean, yeah, I think yes. <laughs> Part of me is like, can we can we watch this on like Stars or what McCall like said. HBO or can I rent? Can I? I don't want to rent it. I don't want to. I don't want to like pay per view it, but like. Can I just? I want to watch. I want to watch the uncensored one. I'm with. This I think it was. I. I do. I do believe that. I mean, I understand censorship, obviously. And hello, this is our job. But I, I feel like. I feel like, it would be. A conglomeration, and I wonder if they have it set up like, you know. Just hooks. Yeah. Hook if, after hook after hook. Yeah, or if they have it set up. I don't know, because I know like Cardi B has performed where, you know, the lyrics are changed and things so that it's like, oh, this is more appropriate for TV. (laughs) But I don't know that after singing these songs for 20 plus years, they'll be able to. The thing that gets me is so I feel like when it's maybe maybe I'm wrong. I feel like it's when it's one artist in a a truncated thing, like it's it's easier to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But again. Dr. Dre, I can't say the name of the original group he was with. No. On radio. Correct. They played the promo. The first commercial I saw for the halftime show, it was the yada da da da. The next word you can't say in that song no. on the radio. Eminem, Nuff said. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm 100% with McCall. I, I would love to watch, to go see to, any yeah. and all of these performers. Yeah. Because I've seen none of them live. Yeah. I don't know what the, I don't know the breakdown is on it i don't know what their plan is i'd love to I'm know i'm super curious also who are their pr people do they need help because <laughs> if they do i mean i'm not offering but i'd love to <laughs> uh so we hear from a call when there's mercury and gatorade now <laughs> and a full moon yes and but Venus, I, but and... I've never heard from a call what is most likely to happen to me, or or more common to happen to me when a full moon. Yeah, there's all the emotional stuff and all that, but how come she never brings up sharks? I figured we're in the state of Utah. All the warning McCall gives us about Mercury and retrograde and the full moon, and little did we know that there was a scientific study that McCall clued us out of. Sorry, that was very important. Yeah, I totally know which one that is. That on a full moon. <gasps> Sharks are more likely to attack. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I just, I was nervous they were going to come, you know, out of the snow. AJ and McCall on VFX. Look, there's movies about that. Don't joke about that. I know. They call them snow sharks here. When you go down, there's like things that go bloop, and then you 
fall because there's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Beside the point. A study done says that uh, shark attacks are more likely to happen if there's a full moon and they have no idea why. <laughs> I'd be curious what their rising sign is. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm really not kidding. I'm really not. It'd be interesting to know. Uh, they did mention the moon's gravity sometimes seems to affect animals in weird ways. Whoa, that's really weird. I wish I had known that. Sorry, so please, please read my sarcasm. So, so how, in your head, in your head, this is a better question. How do you picture them studying this? Like when I say they did a study and they found out that sharks are more likely to attack during a full moon. In your head, how did they figure that out? I'm just, I'm curious. It had to have been in a controlled environment. Would seem reasonable. Which means they're probably, you know, angry as is. But they'd probably gather, I don't know, six sharks, let's say. <laughs> just for, why yeah, not? Right, six fair. Yeah. Why not? So they gather six sharks and they do attack studies, maybe like a weekly basis. And so they put something in the water and they wait to see if it attacks. And then it doesn't. And then they, they have to keep it, I would assume, in a controlled environment, like I said, not outside. I would assume it's like in an aquarium. <laughs> that's how I picture yeah, it. Okay, that's fair. It makes way more sense to me. Why would, <laughs> to why me, would they my, study no, anything where it actually is? Yeah, the, the scientists have to be comfortable. That, no, that's fair. Just my first instinct was they just got in a boat, rode out somewhere, full moon. All right, let's watch. <laughs> We're gonna drop watch. stuff. <laughs> All right, let's see. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, there it rolled is. Rolled out on not a full moon. Like, yeah, it's a pretty calm night. If I were a scientist, <laughs> that's how I would do it. I'm not a scientist, so I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Be careful, because uh, full moon comes along. Those full sharks. moon was literally last night. There you go. Watch out for sharks. Then there was a full moon last night. Watch out. Venus is in retrograde. Did you get attacked by a shark? Mercury's in retrograde. No, I did not. I also did not get attacked. That's great. I'm really, I'm really glad. We lucked out on that one. Yeah. It's close. It's really close. They like to come to my house. Picture this. Okay. Your server. Been there. Go out. Someone spends ninety-five dollars. Great. You come back to collect the tip. Skeptical, right? You're worried. Of course. You're worried. Right. Ah, five dollars. Lovely. You, and you find that on the tip line there's a zero, but oh. it's because they left you a twenty-five dollar Amazon card. Mm. Are you excited about that? Can you tip with a gift card? Already disagreements among the AJ McCall show on the Auto Matrix Group debate today on VFX. Who would have guessed? So the story, the story went uh, got went viral because this couple apparently went out to eat mm-hmm. and. There's definitely some questionable notes in this because they they said that they were broke when it came to tipping. They spent $95 on the meal. They left a $25 gift card. That's a 25% tip, which is good, to Amazon. Server did not mind it, but the question becomes, and the story's on our Facebook page, by the way, Utah's VFX, you want to check it out. Can you tip with a gift card? I uh, Let's just assume, can just to get this out of the way, it's at least the 20% amount. How about that, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's say it's the We're right s- amount, yeah. but it's just a gift card as opposed to cashola. No. No. I say no. McCall says absolutely not. I Look, I would be mad if I were to come into work and I were to be working and then was like, hey, sorry, instead of uh, $100 on your check we're giving you a hundred dollar gift card to amazon instead i'd be like 
let me go check with the bank and see if they'll take that for like my house payment. Okay. I checked. They said, no, I need, I need cash somewhere, somewhere. Amazon heard all of this. It was like, wait a second. We need to take mortgages. Wait I know Amazon. You'll, you'll get there eventually. But that's the thing. Like, in theory, is it like, wow, yeah, that's still nice. Yeah, it is. It's still nice. Good tip. But just for um, rule of thumb, no. <laughs> Like, okay, in that situation, like, if it replaced, like, all of your payroll, obviously not. Right. I completely agree. A couple comments on the the article we shared, again, on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Rebecca said, absolutely no, because I can't pay my bills with a gift card. Yeah. Brandy said, I've been tipped before with a gift card to Chick-fil-A, and I mean, I wasn't mad. Right. I was grateful to get the tip. However, that's the only way people tipped. I probably wouldn't be happy long term because, you know, you save your tips for certain bills or trips or whatever. So I, I get it. And that is, I guess, a slippery slope we've walked into. And to be honest with you, would I do it? No, because I don't understand, especially in this situation, I understand how you drop 95 right. on the meal and they're like, we're broke, so here's a gift card. Right. I don't see it as a terrible thing because when I first read it, I thought people were upset about it because like it was a crappy gift card. Like I for forever. When I was back in Lafayette, there was this so like there's, there was Plato's Closet and all that. There was one that opened up called City Trend. Okay. But, like, it was one of those stores that kept moving because it wasn't doing well. And they right. kept, And I could never find it. Right. And I thought it was something like that where it was like it was a gift. Oh, here's a gift card I'm never going to use. Good luck. Right. But Amazon's a solid gift card. Yeah. But hopefully there's actually $25 on it. Hopefully it's yeah. not like a leftover uh, Christmas yeah, if, present if or if something. There's, if there's, like, four seventy five on there, you come out swinging. I'm yeah. on board with just being like, oh, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going to sneeze. I'm sorry. Gazoon tight. Okay. You took it away from me, and I'm so angry right now. What if instead, what if instead, hear me out, what if it was a $15 gift card and you tipped 10 bucks on the, the receipt and then the $15 gift See, card? See, and like that would be better because then, you know, claimable taxes, you end up claiming way less or whatever, and then it's not nearly as <laughs> Go talk whatever. To tax guy. But yeah, so I got, so I only I got a thousand dollars tipped to me in gift cards. And that's <laughs> that's the thing. It's over six hundred dollars. You gotta you gotta claim it. So it's like magic meh, number that's good to know. Meh, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't think it's a viable option for tips. You can weigh in again, you can see the article that started the conversation on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Hey, just randomly. This, like, this came to me. What do you think my family who says you can't give gift cards for presents thoughts are on tipping with gift cards? They probably think it's fine. That would make no sense to me whatsoever. I would I be so utterly confused if that was their attitude. But I thought the same thing. Probably because I'm saying I'm like, oh, that would just make me angry. So, of course, that was the answer. Right. That's, that's <sighs> what I think. I mean, I don't know them, obviously. So- but I think yes. One other question before I make the comment I was going to. Is there a difference in terms of what you get to take home if you're tipped on a card versus if they leave if someone leaves cash? Yes. Yes. Okay. Claimable well, versus not claimable. The tax stuff. Okay. Documentation. Uh, that's what I figured. So then obviously all cash is not the same was what I was going to say. And very clearly, yes, all Correct. cash is not the same. Correct. You know, I really got to thank Florida Not. There's so many times I'm right at the brink. Do I think, oh, man. I ordered shrimp at this restaurant at the fast food window and they forgot it. Should I go back in there and just start swinging belligerently and not ask any questions? And then I think back to Florida or not and I go, no, no, I don't want to be there. Thanks, Florida or not.
AJ McCall at VFX. I'm, of course, kidding. Obviously, you don't go into a restaurant and swing for anything. No. Absolutely anything. <laughs> it's not worth it. That being said, two headlines. Two stupid headlines. Yes. Please. Okay, headline number one. A bank robber got caught after he tried to sell his getaway car <laughs> to undercover detectives. <laughs> they were in the market. That's got to be a new one. Maybe they like, were looking for it. What, I, Maybe I mean, he was like, I'm going to sell this. And they were like, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, but how often do undercover cops going to like get suckered into a, a deal? I'm sure they had it. I'm sure they had it on the radar. Maybe. 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 I just feel like that's a new one because I feel like when you say undercover, they're like doing drug busts or trying to infiltrate <laughs> gangs and stuff. Yeah. He's like, you want to buy my car? I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the dude that rather make. Yeah, 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 totally. Totally. You know what? Yeah, I could. Uh, we're going to take I you out of test drive. Why are we at the police station? Oh, you know, just rolling by. <laughs> You're under arrest. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. Some guy arrested for uh, facing charges, sorry, for throwing a Pop-Tart at his wife, wife's head during an argument. He, he missed. He hit her in the arm on the follow through. That's what? If you're that close okay, in and the, you miss. In the NBA, in the NBA, that's a foul on the wife. You, you do the shoot and she hits you on the follow through, that's a foul on her. Just so we're clear. Rick, can no, we? he hit her I know. on the follow through. I know. In the NBA, it's a foul on her. You oh. got to get the shooter his space. Oh, yeah. How dare you? Look. Lady, your face was too close. (laughs) But not not close enough. Man, he hit her on the follow through and missed with a pop tart. I mean, that means she's like what three feet max. How? I mean, I don't. I don't know. I've never thrown a pop tart. Do they? They fly wonky? Is that what it is? They had like a natural curve to them that he just wasn't ready for. (sighs) It's stupid, but I'm more locked into the physics of pop tarts right now. I need to know. Yep. Now that I've thought about this extensively, I think a Pop-Tart would just disintegrate as you throw it. I just don't think they're structurally very sound. So, like, I think if you put some, like, whip into that, it would just crumble. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX for Florida Not brought to you by Northern Glass Pros. Let us hear the full, full dumb stories. Okay. So, we got story number one, which involves a bank robber who got caught after he tried to sell his getaway vehicle on... Uh, was it on Craigslist? I don't know where it was. Doesn't matter. Sold it online. So uh, anyway, they were tracking to try and find this this guy, I guess. Uh, It was a 2009 Chevy Avalanche. So very niche vehicle. I'm sure they were like, where is it? That's what happens when you burglar on a budget because uh, normally in the movies, they just destroy them. That's right. Then you can't track them down. But, in, you know. in search, they ended up doing a search after the test drive because they were like, yeah, this is it. So <laughs> they found a BB gun. Just good. But that's what he ended up, that's what he ended up robbing the store with was a BB gun. Huh. Uh, anyway, he was given a $250,000 cash bond. <sighs> Got arrested. Don't do that. I think he was going to try and get a profit. Trucks, trucks are still going high, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, so not only that, you know, he was going to ditch the evidence. Make a little side coin. I gotta be honest. I don't think a. I don't think a Chevy Avalanche. I mean, everything's high right now, but no, not a hot commodity. No, okay. Not many people are like. Maybe that's why oh. they suspected. Like, oh, that's yeah, this guy. Oh my gosh, just want a Chevy Avalanche. Not, not many <laughs> no, people. Not, not said a lot. Okay, gotta be honest. I, I don't think so. <laughs> not around my circle of friends, at least. <laughs> There's story Man, this one. This dude's a loser, and it was for his truck choice, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Then we got story number two. Some guy facing charges for throwing a Pop-Tart 
at his wife's head during an argument. He missed. He hit her in the arm in his follow-through motion. I got to be honest. Look at this. Ready? Ha! Ha. Oh, the, like how do you how do you miss the general wives? Is it like that's what I'm saying. The general wives' tale is that your arm, one arm length, would be half of your height. Your arm right. is supposed to match your height. Yeah. So me at like just over six feet. Like you're talking three feet for me. Yeah. Like an average man, six five eleven, six foot. Okay. Three feet. It says he grazed the victim's right arm with his left hand. He's throwing left handed. It's probably not left handed. Maybe through offhand. I mean, even still, I feel even, like, like yeah. I, from here, I feel like I could hit you with a pop dart. That's a, a good five feet. That's a cross body shot. So, I mean, you have to be like, I don't know how, unless, We're unless, sciencing this whole thing right unless now. he's over here like this and swing sideways. Frisbee, you know, frisbee I, I, my shot. initial reaction was to frisbee the, the pop tart. So which, that wouldn't surprise in me. In which case, maybe he over. Over trajectory. I'm saying maybe there's something to them. I've never actually thrown a pop tart. Maybe they fly wonky. Mm, they could. I mean, if the I frosting also, is not quite right, I, also I could see like the, the air <laughs> density and the the way that it Science. cuts. Yeah. yeah. I again, I also feel like structurally they're not very sound. No. Yeah. They're, okay. Anyway, there you go. Two crazy <laughs> stories. <laughs> That's it. So I was convinced. It was not one until McCall and I got into the avalanche discussion. I still think, because more often than not, it seems like the food ones happen in Florida. Though, can I just reiterate again? You shouldn't hit anybody. You probably shouldn't throw things at anybody. But a Pop-Tart, honestly, really, it just feels like I'm watching Austin Powers again. Cupcake? Honestly, who throws a cupcake? Like, really? That being said, I'm going to go with story number two is the one from Florida. It is. Correct. And now I kind of just want to go out and do like a whole CSI montage of us throwing pop tarts to see what, Figure it what out. the data points are. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. McCall did let me know though that there is also some bonus Florida or not. Yeah, it has to do with Frozen and not actually Frozen, not like the show Frozen, but like, like Frozen like, Rivers. What did Disney do? Well, a lot, but you know, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of flashbacks, maybe even parental PTSD there for a second. Where calls like bonus Florida not involved. Frozen, I'm like no, no, don't mm. let it go. No, not Mm-mm. AJ McCloud VFX, but that can't be right because it's got to be some kind of stupid criminal. So unless someone dressed up like Olaf went on a crime spree, I don't think that's what we're talking about. No, now this happens in Canada, in Ottawa of all places, and in classic Ottawa fashion, the neighbors. Happened to dive in and save because a lady drove onto a frozen river and uh, fell through. Surprise. She sped through the ice, fell through it. And then as she was sinking, you know, took selfies on the roof of her car. People are getting after her for being like, why are you taking selfies? Why would you not? Why would you not at this point? Like, what are you going to do? How how are you? You can't get your car out. Come up with a plan to not freeze to death. I don't know. Well, yeah. Panic. You know, uh, she she got out though, and so it's like, well, I may as well document it. Like nobody's gonna believe this. Anyway, <laughs> people were scrambling I think a car to car being her. in the lake would be proof enough. Well, I know, but that's the thing. It's like, well, I mean, whatever. I don't know what to do at this point, so I may as well take pictures. So, anyway, uh, people ended up kayaking to save her. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a weird sentence, dude. She's like. I don't know how she got there. Like, I would love to see the video of how 
how she got there because she's like in the middle of the lake or river. So it's Excuse me. left. Says go left. No, it means up here at the dog lake. No, it no, says go left, in. Dwight. We're going in right now. Like <sighs> that terrifies me. Uh, yeah, I don't know where. I'm, I'm Is this sure, a video? Is I'm this sure a video of it name, actually happening? Name for it, but it legitimately terrifies me to be just stuck on ice somewhere. Oh yeah, and then just oh yeah, fall through in car. Like Dude. in person, I feel like I would sense it. I'm dumb wrong. I don't want it to happen. This is like drag racing down the river. <laughs> like this is like ice road trucker status. Ugh. Only in like a Mazda yellow three. <laughs> yellow Mazda three. Where well, are you going? Oh, there she out. goes. Bye. <laughs> she goes, bye. You can see you can see it in the background of these children playing hockey. Because it's Canada, and why wouldn't they be? Of course. To be honest. So since McCall is already reaching out to plain white tees, maybe just maybe, McCall, you should also rinse out rinse out. Rinse reach out. out. Okay. Reach out to Nelly. Granted, allegedly, but apparently a little bit chintzy when it comes to the rewards. I've heard that. Uh, and I got to be honest, somebody gives you your $300,000 back. I think I'd be a little bit more thankful than a hundred bucks. Yeah. It's easy for me to spend money. That's not mine, but I got to think if you were given back $300,000, you would maybe throw out just a smidge more than a $100 bill. I mean, maybe AJ McCall odd VFX and story went viral a few days ago. And I was looking to just see if there's any more updates and there hasn't been, but the story is, and again, all allegedly, but for whatever reason, Nelly, Duffel bag, $300,000 cashola in it. Loses it. Lady finds it, returns it to Nelly. Nelly says, Oh man, thanks. $100. Walks out. Lady's friends give her crap for not keeping it because, again, $300 cash in a duffel bag. $300,000 cash me, in a duffel bag. Let's, let's, let's clarify. And she gives back and then complains on the internet a little bit, being like, and like, a cheapskate. Kind of kind of a cheapskate. Now, here's yeah, the thing. Yes, but also, I mean, it's better than nothing. All the cliches that you're going to hear with that kind of stuff. Could Nelly have been more gracious about it? He denies the whole thing. Yeah, of course he does. Because it didn't happen. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I have friends who are pretty good friends with Nelly. Um and they work with him pretty closely on different deals. And from what I can see, he's pretty gracious with stuff. Like, they get invited to parties and things, and it's like, here's this swag bag of hundreds of dollars of product. Ta-da, thanks for being here. I've never heard him be heard anything about him being a jerk. Mm -hmm. It's just the specific details make it be like, it's really, it's weird in the sense of like, why would you make that up? Like, it's not weird where it stands out. You're like, no, there's no way that's real. Right. The only detail that stands out is why would Nelly have $300,000 in a duffel bag? Basically, that's it. Yeah. What was he doing with that? I feel like Nelly over the years has done a good job of diversifying his portfolio and, you know, not keeping cash in duffel bags. I mean, I, I think, for the most part, he has Venmo or, like... 
accountants. This makes me think of that uh, carpool karaoke checks. where uh, Corden did it with uh, Migos. Oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden they just started pulling out the stacks of cash and then they took them to get the makeover. And it's like, what are you guys doing with that? Like, yeah. why do you have that? Yeah. I mean, it's cool, I guess. I don't know. I've never held that much money in my hand. Maybe it feels cool. But I think after the first time, I think it would be cool just knowing it was safely somewhere Correct. else that I could access at any given time. Yeah. I'm curious. What? I mean, does she have pictures of it? Like, if she has a picture of it, maybe more of a, oh, yeah, I'd believe that. And also, how is it that you track down Nelly? That's a good question, too. Because I don't think that you would have tracked down Nelly. I think it would have been more of a, hey, let's pass this on to the police. And then the police will get it where it needs to go. Because you go through the proper avenues. It's not like, oh, hey, I happened to see Nelly running down the street. And I was like, wait, Mr. Nelly. Hear me out. What if everything you said about Nelly is true? But then Nelly was like, that's $300,000. Yeah, that's definitely mine. And has denied the whole thing because he just wanted the $300,000. Because maybe the lady Could just be. assumed, like, Nelly's the only one that would be running around with a duffel bag, $300,000. Because who else could do that? It's just like, did he have, is it like a no, gym yes, bag? That's mine. It's does, mine. Does he have his name embroidered on it? Like, was it was it on the inside? Please return to Nelly. Here's my phone number. I don't think that's, so. That's pretty responsible for carrying a duffel bag with $300,000 in it. I, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that just don't add up in this story. Speaking of getting chintzy, though, we got an email, a complaint from a listener who apparently owns a coffee shop and has gotten to the point of frustration because someone comes in repeatedly, Mm. months on in, day after day, to use one thing in the restaurant, but never buys anything. Oh. Is that a problem? Mm. When a business says free Wi-Fi, just how free... Is that Wi-Fi? AJ McCall on VFX. And my jerk cord is in session because we got this email. AJ McCall, I own a little coffee shop. A person comes in every day, last three or four months, sits down, gets on their phone, and leaves. They've never ordered anything, so they're clearly just coming in for our free Wi-Fi. I want to tell them the next time they come in, they need to buy something, but my business business partner told me to just leave it alone. Am I a jerk? For wanting to tell this person they have to buy something. I mean, I don't think that you're a jerk for wanting to tell them that you have to buy something. But if it's free Wi-Fi. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen that electric car commercial where the dude's at the gas pump and he's like, oh, no, no squeegee without buying something. Free squeegee with gas. And then he buys like 46 cents so he could use the squeegee. No. No. It's kind of that's pretty good. Similar vibes. Yeah, it is similar vibes because it's not like, oh hey, you have to buy something in order. It doesn't say that anywhere. So if you said you know free Wi-Fi with purchase, and then you had like a locked network, and then you had to come and get the password or something, different story. But that's just a hassle, really. Is what it comes down to. Should you be supporting? Yeah, you should. But we also don't know the situation of the person who's there. Okay. Maybe they don't have access to the internet at their house. Or they don't have the funds to be able to access the internet. Or whatever the case may be. Maybe they're contacting a a child. And they don't have the ability to unless they are on Wi-Fi. I don't know. I don't know what the case is. I think ultimately, I mean... Unless it has come down to limiting your business, like they're yeah. taking up a space and then a paying customer has it. I mean, then you can go in That's and be like, right. 
and do that. But like, without as it, as far as I know, with Wi-Fi, you pay for the service and you pay a set fee. I don't think they're draining your bottom line. Personally, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't own my own business. I, I don't think you're wrong to be justified to establish a purchase, especially with a, a train of three to four months, if that's not if that's not exaggerated, mm-hmm. to, you know, poke them, nod them and say, hey, you know, just once in a while, snag something. But I don't know. It kind of seems like mountain out of molehill, right? Totally. It's, you know, it's not. I mean, you're getting you're getting feet in the door. You're still creating a warm environment or something for them. And I feel like that that word of mouth is going to be better for you anyway. In the building, in the building's closer than not in the building. Yeah, I, I feel I ultimately unless you could say that it affects your bottom line. Yeah, I think a more mountain out of molehill thing. Agreed. Because like. I guess cool that you have the, the recognize them. So like you recognize obviously people you see your repeat customers, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But yeah, mountain out of molehill, I think. Yeah. Mm. So I'm gonna say not a jerk for thinking about it because yeah. you know you gotta run it's your it's your livelihood. Mm-hmm. I, I would not let anybody mess with my livelihood. But ultimately, uh, too much I think. Yeah. Speaking of too much. So Netflix is set to raise its prices, and there's people complaining about it because they say, do we really need this right now? Though I think, you know, they didn't do it during the pandemic when I'm sure their usage rate went like through the roof. Through the roof. Right. The question is, in an age where nobody has their own Netflix account anyway, we all share, (laughs) what is the most pain-in-the-butt streaming service to share with friends and family? Because it's definitely not Netflix. Mm. Netflix says all the time they're going to crack down on it. They don't. Nobody they does. Don't. They right. legitimately do not care. And right. I will tell you, I figured it out. Netflix is the most notorious for every once in a while saying, hey, we're going to finally start cracking down on people sharing accounts. But in the entire time that you've had Netflix, AJ McCall and VFX, has it ever asked you, hey, verify your login? Hey, we're going to send you an email. Just confirm it's you. No. I haven't. No. But I also don't share my account with anybody. Like, I don't have any shared. Right. No, me either. I don't, I don't have any shared accounts with literally anybody. Oh, uh, yeah, I hear you say Just me, me and Dustin. Either. That's it. So, despite the one that Netflix makes the most noise, they mm-hmm. never say anything. And now we're in this age. It's the streaming warfare age is what we are for entertainment because Paramount's been launched. You've got Peacock and Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and HBO. Yeah, and, there's a bajillion yeah. of them, right? Mm-hmm. I figured out the one that is the most pain in the butt to share. Okay. It's Amazon. Okay. I don't know what happened to them at the end of 2021, but they decided to crack down. So anytime someone logs in other than me, mm-hmm. I have to confirm that I'm, I'm accepting the login. And it is so, I get a text message and an email every time. Interesting. And it's so, and it's not even the streaming service. It's just Amazon. And like, you know, once upon a time, Prime used to be super good, right? Because you'd be like, oh, guaranteed two-day shipping. But like Amazon does that on everything. Like there's very, very few benefits to Prime anymore. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you got to pay for everything. It's not like I get a discount either. Right. But every time I have to confirm, I have to say yes. And it was a whole thing for a while because for whatever reason, I don't know. I think you said something about this the other day, though. Granted, 
Your phone says it's from somewhere in Utah. Whatever reason, Ashley's phone always says it's someone from Massachusetts. That's weird. So every time I was like, deny, which means then I have to reset my password because someone tried to log in with the password that I had. Yeah. And so I changed it like over the course of Christmas vacation alone four times. I need to go change all of my passwords. I was just thinking about this the other day because my friend got her account hacked and it's like terrifying to me. You're freaking out? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> slightly. You know, thankfully- Good time for you to like, log in and then be like, oh, I don't need the service anymore too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, I don't really have, there's not anybody that I share any sort of accounts really with when it comes to any sort of streaming, but like- after the holiday break, we ended up getting a new TV and got it set up in the basement so that we could run on the treadmill and watch TV and whatever. I swear signing in to everything. Yes. They've thankfully made it a little bit easier. Like, oh, hey, log into your device and then click this button and then scan this QR code. And so it's easier to actually log in. Oh, my gosh. I hate it. I hate logging into everything. I'm with you. So that's tedious to be able to have that that uh, two-factor verification or whatever on for Amazon whatever. When I got a new laptop, I was like, oh, It's no. the worst. And the producer butter's like, if you just log into your Chrome, it'll save it. Oh, you're a lifesaver. Yeah, thank goodness. Producer butter's you angel. Thank you for that information because I was like, ugh, maybe I don't want to set up my new laptop even <laughs> though I desperately need to. Yeah. But you got to sign into everything? No, thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pass. pass. You know, and McCall now talking about cleaning up, right? Some of her passwords, changing some of them, maybe finding some services along the way she doesn't want anymore. Definitely. Well, I tell you what. I also, it's been a, it's been a big week of discovery for me. Whoa. I also figured out how to make cleaning way easier on yourself. And it's very simple. It's just one small change in your mindset and cleaning becomes so much easier. Awesome. As humans, we seem to have this innate ability to whatever space we live in, we're going to fill that space up. Yeah. So, for instance, if you move from a smaller apartment into a bigger apartment or even your own house, you may be like, oh, we're going to have all this extra space. And you're going to find a way to fill it up. And it's not going to be with stuff that ultimately you're like, oh, I want to keep. It's going to be stuff maybe you shuffle around. AJ McCall at VFX. And it gets kind of stuff in under stairs here and in a closet there. And then all of a sudden you be like... We don't have any space for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. When it comes to dealing with that, when I'm cleaning that up, spring cleaning, that kind of cleaning, there's one simple mindset that makes it so, so easy. Okay. Just throw it away. Yeah. When you just decide you're going to throw most, if not all of it away, oh man, it goes so fast. Yeah. So fast. I feel like I I hit a threshold when I'm cleaning of just throw it away. Especially when it comes to like my clothes. I hit that threshold when I'm moving. Oof. <laughs> I want to pack all the. Like, nope, oh, nope. I'm just going to do this. stuff. And then later you end up looking back and you're like, why did I save this? <laughs> why did I? It's because it was early on in the cleaning it's fair. process. It's fair. Because, yeah, I hit a point and it's like almost stimulating to just throw everything away. And then you get to the end and it's like, hey, where did that charger go for this? Whatever. I have no idea. It's gone. It's gone forever. Well, what kind of a charger is it? I don't know. I don't need that product anymore. <laughs> We're throwing that away, too, because going through and trying to figure out where the charger's at and ordering one online? Ridiculous. Going to the DI and sifting through <sighs> different chargers? Also impossible. I, I would like to state that if it's something that you think could be used at the DI, to maybe potentially yeah. set it aside. Oh, for sure. I'm going to say that now because I actually breakthrough here 
So I, I don't I don't know if you do, but I feel like men we do this a lot. But like there's clothes that we keep and you know, it's that, oh man, I'm gonna lose weight and I'm gonna get back sure. into a horny wardrobe, right? Right. I'm I have a stack of jeans that, that that I've had them for the entire time I've lived at the current apartment, like four years. Mm-hmm. And they're my, oh, I'm gonna lose weight and again, guess nope, go to the DI. They're going to the DI. I've made the decision, which is still to me the throw it away mindset. Because I'm I normally I'd be like, no, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna lose some weight. I'm gonna fit back. Now I'm like, no, nope, who are we kidding? Send him to the DI. Get him out of here. I want the space. Yeah. But you just add that mind. It is so much easier to get stuff clean. It really is. Now, on AJ's on AJ's point of I'm gonna hold these so that I can uh, fit into them one day mm. because I I have had those. Um, this is this is a very important note, especially for the beginning of this year. Okay. You were not made to fit clothes. Clothes were made to fit you, okay? <laughs> this is something super important, and it's been something the last, like, year that I've had to deconstruct inside of my own brain, okay? Clothes are made to fit you. You do not have to fit clothes, okay? Cool. Now that we're in that mindset, throw everything away and start fresh. Take them to the DI. Throw it Get all away and start fresh. Take all that closet space you'll have. Oh, man, you're oh. a new human. Yeah. He's so nice. Look at that. I'm looking for. I got to tell you too. Like, look, probably not new information. A lot of people like we finally got the living room mostly cleaned up this weekend, mm-hmm. and you come in there and you can like have all the space actually back, and you're like, it's just, it feels good. It feel it it instills it relaxation. I love it. Trash it all. Yep. Throw everything away. I want to be very clear. I'm really only applying this to stuff in your house and or clothing. I don't think this philosophy works like with people or other stuff like no. that. I think you got to be a little bit more diligent. But yeah, yeah, with, with jeans and, and papers and stuff, throw it all away. Correct. Throw it away. Start fresh. If it doesn't, if it doesn't <sighs> bring you joy, we're gonna Marie Kondo this. If it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. Start fresh. Speaking of emotions, now when we're growing up, when we enter the workplace. Go to school, all of that, you're instilled one very important lesson. If you are sick, do not come around other people. Yeah. And then you get into the adult adult workplace, and it seems like that lesson kind of goes out the window with a yeah, but. Correct. One very important question. I'm kind of curious to see how the poll of the day shakes this one out. Start off the debate date when it comes to calling in sick. Let's start with a very simple question Okay. for the Automations Group Debated 8 on VFX, which is, when you are not going to make it to work because you are sick, <laughs> legitimately or not, going to make the phone call, is it calling in sick or calling out sick? I always say calling in sick. That's what I say, too. I mean, I understand the concept of calling out sick because you're not going in. I get it. but. I feel like I'm calling I'm in calling to work. I'm calling in to work. Yeah. yeah. To I'm say, not, I'm not, yeah. I'm going to be out. <laughs> Technically, if I were to call an operator and say, hello, operator, I'd like to call out to this. But I've never had to call an operator because I'm 27 years old. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> tell us what it is. There's, there's, uh, it's on our Twitter right now. Do you call in sick or call out sick? Utah's VFX for the poll day. The reason I asked, so, in we we're at a stage in this time of year, mm-hmm. but also in the building where mm-hmm. there's just going to be some stuff that kind of goes around. Yeah. So McCall was out sick for Dude. a few days yeah. last week. I got knocked on my butt 
I have not been that sick in a very long time. But it was like Tuesday night I started to feel sick. And then Wednesday morning I was feeling so guilty for being like, hey, guys, I'm not well. And then the next two days I was like, hi, I'm still dying. I'm really sorry. I went to the doctor. Doctor said this. Went to get the COVID test. COVID was negative. Strep was negative. They were like, sorry, sucks to suck. Take some medicine and sleep. And, and drink water. And that's what we're told growing up, right? School, college, early workplace. Yeah. We're all told the same thing. If you don't feel well, don't, don't come, come in. in. And it's been reinforced during the pandemic, right? If you don't feel well, don't come in. So McCall yeah. did what she was supposed to do. And it's not the only one. I Migraine, I missed a day last week. We just had someone whose voice went out. We think that wasn't anything serious, but he was coughing a whole bunch. So yeah. maybe a little something. And so by all means, like you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do. And then we saw someone yesterday who maybe just having a bad day. I want to be very clear because we didn't ask him. Right. So somebody who who looked they looked under the weather though. You know how it is. Yeah. You I'm sure you've heard it the last few days. Like yeah. McCall, People you kind of like, look like you're McCall, are you okay? Not you don't yourself. look great. <laughs> Thank you. I know. <laughs> I don't feel great either. So the call in if you don't feel well is what we're told, and then it seems like there's a yeah but at the end of it. Right. And the question ultimately is I feel universal in this, but does everyone feel guilt? Regardless of how sick they are? I don't know. Because I can honestly say the guilt I felt for not coming into work when I physically, like, I could not get, I have not been that sick maybe only four times in my entire life that I've been that sick. But I felt so guilty for not coming into work. And I was like, dude, you're you're dying. Go sleep. Go sleep. Okay, it's okay. They will be okay without you. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like, no, no, yeah, buts. Go, go sleep. Universally, I feel like that's pretty shared, right? Just yeah, be, it's been browbeated to us where you're like, oh, I shouldn't miss, but then you're like, you need it. Like, look, no denying, right? Yeah. Call Miss Three Days. She was dying. I, I have, yeah, no concern whatsoever so that she was like faking it. We were like, eh, it's fine. Please like, just stay home, doctor. Please, will you please give me a doctor's note? I want them to know that I'm not faking this. And he's like, I can write you a doctor's note. I'm like, thank you. He he asked me if I wanted one. I was like, yeah, I do, actually. Just I want do. that documentation just in case. Just in say, case. You're a faker. Just in case somebody's like, I don't know. I don't really think she's sick. Please give me one. And I don't think we'll ever remove that guilt. But no. again, I said this last week, make 2022 the year of mental maintenance. Yeah. Self-care in 2022. Can't remove that guilt. But hey, if you need it. Take it. Do it. Please. And ultimately, let's be honest, this is also on the coworkers because there are plenty of coworkers who will be like, yeah, no, take the time. And then the same coworkers who you call and say, this dang guy. it, McCall. I know. I know. Coworkers too. But yep. yes, mental maintenance. In the poll of the day, do you say calling in sick or calling out sick? Utah's VFX on our Twitter. Speaking of calling out, could you imagine calling out of the longest date? Like, that would be a, gro- a godsend, right? Yeah. What if it's been going on since January 5th? Mm. Doesn't matter if it's calling in or out. Whatever you decide that you say when you call in sick for the poll of the day. I think if a date was the last, you know, now trending towards two weeks, I want gone no matter what. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. 
Uh, so apparently the way China does COVID is a little bit different. Uh, generally, if there's lockdown, it's a strict lockdown. And so entire blocks, entire cities Whoa. can get locked down at one time. Okay. Well, a woman in China went on a date with a guy. Okay. And then they the area got locked down. And this date started on January 5th. And as of the uh, beginning of this week, was still ongoing. Ugh. I don't know how you would even deal with that. What I mean, the funny thing is, like, that's the you so got games. Even seriously, early on in dating, right? Even so, even before online dating, early on, there was still some way to kind of create some distance. So you could kind of build up slowly, right? Whether it was instant messenger or social media. Mm-hmm. There was a way to kind of exchange at your own pace yeah. as opposed to like, here you go in the deep end, figure it out, and probably just come away resenting each other more often than not. Yeah. I just, I feel like at that point, you would have to create some kind of a mutual bond. It's like, look, please, can we just be friends? I saw this. There was somebody, I want to say they were, I don't know where, U.S. somewhere. And they got locked down with their Bumble date for like seven days or 14 days or something like that. Real fast you like that person. And it, I mean, it looked like they, this is via TikTok, so take that for what it's worth. But it seemed like they got along well. It seems like there was a mutual conversation ship that was happening. It's like you got a lot of time to get to know that person as long as that person is going to correspond with you. That, that is the key there. Is you got to be able to keep, and I think you're talking about establishing like, all right, let's lighten this up. Yeah. Let's just be people here that are just in this situation and just chit chat to have it, try and make this a good time. Yeah. Because again, this woman describes her date mute as a wooden mannequin. No. He, no, ain't, he ain't talk very much. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. It'd be so awkward. Oh, nuts. Be so uncomfy. <sighs> Whose house was it at? Like, where did they have to lock down at? Is the question because it's like if I am at somebody else's house that I'm not comfortable Super with, comfortable. that would be not good. Oh, I would hate that. So how long? How long do you think in your house you could accommodate someone who got locked down in there for with games, food, whatever, whatever it is, the whole shebang? How long do you think you could entertain someone if they got locked down in your house? Before things were like, okay, we really need to get out of here. Depends on if they're uh, open-minded or not. Because, <laughs> you know, if I want to have a conversation about, like, the universe and whatever, and they're going to be like, you're an idiot, then th- a day. Call not going to be short of topics to come up. Yeah, odds are some of them are going to land. I would hope so. Some of them got to land. I would hope so. I mean, maybe maybe t- a couple weeks, maybe. <laughs> So when McCall and I first met, she asked me, it was a political question, I think. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, My response was, friends don't talk about politics or religion. And I said, too bad, we're talking about it. (laughs) Some of them are going to land, some are going to be uncomfortable. It's going to change you as a person. Good, bad, well, that depends on how you handle it and how you respond to it. Mm -hmm. For me, I I don't... I got like we got internet. I'm assuming because I'm assuming this lockdown, you don't lose power. You're right. just told to stay inside. So I mean, it could get you by on a little bit of. Uh, I got so many games. Less, I just I, way less. Whatever your answer is for me, less. I just bought new games too. I bought one. I can't Smart. talk about it on air. It's hilarious. It is one of the funniest games I have ever played in my life. Does that not indicate that it's going to be a ton of fun? Oh, I man. bought one. I can't talk about it. It's it's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> 
I'll have to tell you about it. I'll tell you about it in a minute. So good. Uh, well, you can't talk about that. One of the things we can talk about, and frankly, I think it would be a big indicator. Could you imagine if you got locked down, but like someone had driven your house and they had parked terribly in your driveway? Like they had just parked like with their tires in your yard. What are you supposed to do? I would you think. You can't date them anymore. Plenty of time to hide the body. That's what I would think. Oh, boy. But with Park Narcs, well, we just get to bring that shame and lock it down on Facebook for a week and just poke fun at them, hoping that they learn their lesson for this stretch that they are shown to the world. Look, we're sick of people parking incorrectly, especially when it burdens somebody else by having to make the decision of, do I think I can actually squeeze in or do I just, do I just, nah, okay, I'm going to go around because as we know, nobody wants to door ding anybody else. No. Nobody wants to do it. Park Narcs with AJ McCall on VFX. Which parking spot annoys you the most as we try and clean up the valley one parking spot at a time? And this week's nominees include Facebook being terrible. Correct. All the time. Repeat winner. Facebook again. Number one, perfectly parked. It's a car parked in a stripy rectangle, which according to the Narker, the one who submitted the picture, also the little parking cone stick thing, Moved out of the spot so they could park in that spot. Perfect. So not only was it a case of parking somewhere they definitely shouldn't have, mm-hmm. they engaged in making it so that they could park there. What gives you the right? Do you think there was a cone there because someone was a fan of partners, like stripy rectangles not enough? Or do you think there was wet paint? Uh, I don't think that. I don't think temperature-wise in the vicinity of, of that looks like it would be wet paint season. Um, I'm just going to assume that maybe they put it there first, but if that was the case, then I think the cone would be put back into their car. Hmm. I don't know. Should just put, somebody should just walked by and put the cone on top of the car to mark like, here's a jerk who doesn't pay attention. Ding dong. Right here. <laughs> Nominee number two. I got to stand out. Mom said. Yep. Stripey, did say. stripey rectangle yet again, but this one is uh, at the front of what of a grocery of some store, excuse some me, store. some store, yeah. where there's a stripey rectangle, of course, next to a special needs spot, so they can have the extra room to maneuver, or whatever. So not only did they not park the same way everybody else is, they basically drove. You know how like when you go along the front of a store, right? You got to turn, and all the spots are lined up parallel to how you're driving, but you turn into them. He just turned into the stripey spot, and he's perpendicular with everybody else. Yeah. It's like, I'm good here. It's really bad. I thought, I thought we got through enough stripy rectangles in 2021. Nope. Coming out strong as ever in 2022. Which spot annoys you the most? You can vote top the page, uh, top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. If you see terrible parking, you should do the right thing. Take a picture. And you can send it to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. They're all the same. Utah's VFX and potentially be playing for prizes of your own while also knowing you did a good thing. You cleaned up the parking in Cash Valley. Proud of you. Speaking of food, everybody loves some variety of it. For sure. And look, we all have goals and aspirations. It comes to checking off certain things, right? We all have some form of a bucket list. Right. But so often, I feel like we overlook the place we are, right? Because you're so focused on doing what is quote, unattainable, you forget what's right in front of you. Bingo. A list was released of the bucket list restaurants in the state of Utah. Ooh. How many have you checked off the list? Because you probably ought to hit the ones close to home. They're a lot easier to get to. Yes. Six minutes on VFX. Too often, I feel like 
When it comes to our own places, we overlook it, right? We all do the same thing. You live somewhere and you're like, oh, this place is lame. There's nothing ever to do. Someone comes in and goes, man, this place kind of sucks. You go, wait a second there, sir. Yep. How dare you? How dare you? AJ McCall on VFX. So, myself included, especially someone who really likes to travel, you got to take in the, the, the areas that you're in because then you're just kind of missing what's in front of your face, right? Right. So, a list was done. One for every month. So the top 12 restaurants in Utah. A bucket list of restaurants in the state. And the question is, and it's on our Facebook page. So you can go click on it and check them out. Utah's VFX. How many have you been to? Are they worth being on this list? Uh, I've been to, I mean, like a couple of them. Like uh, You checked off Angie's? Angie's. I've been to Angie's. Good Angie's news. is on this list. What was the month for that one? Like June or April. something? April. Sorry. Um, but what was it? January. So the the list is really fascinating. January is like Snowbird. There's a restaurant up at the summit of Snowbird. I've been there before. Um, I haven't had the food at the restaurant because the restaurant was like kind of closed because it was in October when I ended up going. Fair. And so it was open to go up to the top, but then... You know, I had like soup when I got up there because that's what they had. Was it good soup at least? It was fine. It was good soup. Good soup. But um, yeah, Maddox is on the list. Maddox is great. Great choice. Um, the red iguana. No, the blue iguana is on there. I haven't ever been to the blue iguana before. I've heard of the red iguana. It's the funny red you iguana say is that. delicious. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's very good. I've never been to the blue iguana. Me I have either. heard it's also delicious. Um. What else was on? Lakai's on the list. I've never been to Lakai. I mean, I've been there. I looked at it once upon a time. Very pretty place. That's about all I could afford. So, <laughs> just pretty to look at. Oh, I looked at it. That's free, it's, right? All right, cool. I'll be cool. Going. Great. Thank you. Yeah. I, it seems to be represented well because I think one of these things, too, you especially worry with us being in Cache Valley, right? You're always like, oh, okay, I bet it's going to be like the top 12 restaurants in like Salt Lake or St. George or whatever. But no, it seems like they got a pretty good spread on it. Yeah, it's a pretty good variety. Uh, different places. There was a place in St. George that was on there. Looked pretty good. It's called like Cliffside, I think. Cliffside Dinner, Diner or something. Yep. Cliffside Restaurant. Restaurant. Sorry. My bad. Not Diner. My bad. Not to mention the cool thing too is one of the things I learned about or was told when I moved was going to move to Utah is uh, one of the first things a coworker of mine said who had lived out here for a while is one of the most geographically diverse mm-hmm. states in the country. And that's the cool thing about this restaurant too is you're going to see so many different things, right? Because to get to Cache Valley, to go to Angie's mm-hmm. and to Brigham and such or Perry, sorry, for Max, you're gonna you're gonna go through the canyon. Yep. You're gonna go up to the you know snowbird, right? So you're gonna see the mountains there. You're gonna go down to St. George. You're gonna see the Red Rock. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I think it's a good collection. I like it. My aunt, I've won. I've been to Angie's. I haven't, I haven't even made it to Maddox yet. That's ridiculous. That you I know. I know. I know. It's really good. There's I, there's a lot on this list. I'm really very impressed with it, and I feel like I would like to go and try a lot of them. There's there's a lot of really good restaurant options. I think as far as like Utah as a whole is concerned, like a lot of the local places are delicious. They're so good. And shout out to Tiffany, who as of uh, right now has the most of these 12 on our Facebook page. Eight. She's been to eight of them. Impressive. Again, Utah's VFX on our Facebook page. You can see all 12 of the restaurants that made the bucket list of restaurants you should hit in the state of Utah. VFX's Facebook roulette. What is on your Facebook page that we just 
Ugh, caught her eye. Couldn't stand. So good. We loved it. I know. Well, I got to be honest. It was a struggle today. Facebook is crap. AJ and I, McCall Taylor, our VFX. Has been hot garbage. Well, I landed on uh, my friend Steve's post, and he shared a post from uh, Data Remember Memes, and it says, on Wednesdays, we disrespect our surroundings. Disrespect your surroundings. That was such a good concert. I have to be honest. But anyway, it's got... Uh, you know, mean girls in the background, obviously, because on Wednesdays they wear pink and yeah, yeah, it is what it is. How about, uh, I'm going to land on my friend Patrick says me watching after any Marvel movie after Avengers Endgame. Wait, society's expected to just carry on as if this insane collective trauma never happened. That's ridiculous. Me in 2022. Yeah, oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Got you it. can win. <laughs> it's good. Cause it's, yeah. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Same with Utah's VFX. Make sure you vote for Park Nerds pinned at the top of our Facebook page. Good news, it wasn't as foggy today. Uh, yeah, that's true. Celebrate the positives. It's not Blue Monday anymore either, the most depressing day of the year. It's now Tuesday. Blue Tuesday? Blue Stay? Uh, it would stand a reason that if yesterday was Blue Monday, it doesn't just... Just completely dissipate. It goes away. Yeah. Forever. It seemed like there'd be some linger. Huh. Yeah, probably. Ugh. Anything you missed on the show, just search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are, like Spotify or iTunes. Just search for AJ McCall. It is there. And until tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.